In a world filled with information, where do you turn to get straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Lock it in to the longest-running financial talk show in Arkansas and let us help you build the bridge between information and application. Real financial change begins right here, and it starts with you. It's showtime! We are officially in the dog days of summer, so it's time to go to the movies. Grab your popcorn and your favorite drink, and let's find some financial lessons from The Princess Bride today on the Get Ready for the Future show. This is the Get Ready for the Future show. And we welcome you in. Scott Inman has abandoned us for vacation, (laughs) and he's left me with this auspicious crew here, Candace Stanley from our Bryant office, Teresa Arago from our Conway office, and from West Little Rock, Mark Osorio. Welcome in, guys. Uh, This should be interesting, folks, (laughs) as we uh, get ready to find some financial lessons from The Princess Bride. So full disclosure, I wasted an hour and a half watching this movie. Here we go. Yes, uh, we've had this discussion before we came on the air. That Can't appreciate I'm, a classic, it's I, I'm okay. I'm trying to find where I can get my hour and a half back. But uh, obviously you guys have found great value in this Princess Bride movie. It's one of my favorites from my youth. And I recently, even before I knew the show was coming, had invited my children to watch it with me. And we all laughed together. Apparently John did not enjoy it as much, but... For us, it was just the ridiculousness of it. It's it's almost like a Monty Python movie. Really. I, I will say that that you know I'm much more of a Caddyshack person than I am <laughs> a Princess Bride person. Maybe it's just that whole fantasy thing or whatever. But uh, Mark, I, I do want to point out that the big redeeming quality of this movie is that Andre the Giant is in it. Yes, and that's not the Jolly Green Giant. Just making sure you're not confused. No, if you don't know who Andre the Giant is, then... Google it. Yes, It's worth it. it. It, it, It's good. He was amazing. Yes, uh, he was a professional wrestler. And so Mm -hmm. uh, Andre is in the movie, and, and Candace... Uh, is more on my side with this than than on their side. They're big fans. Yeah, we're kind of divided here. I was just a little bit indifferent to it. Uh, I've seen it before, um, but I just it just doesn't give me all the joy of like classic '80s movies, like say like Back to the Future would. Like Which that. is our next okay. one on the list as a family. Those by are the way. those are yeah those those that trilogy is my favorite. But what I yeah. loved about it was I could you know there's a lot of movies from my youth that when I go to watch them with my children I have to go oh. I forgot that was yeah. in there. Oops. Um, you know, I loved Dirty Dancing as a kid. I would never <laughs> let my children watch Dirty Dancing. So there's been a lot of those kind of moments. And in this one, I was able to share it and not have to do that. So that was kind of one of the reasons I loved it, too. Well, let's jump into the movie. We're going to find some financial lessons from this because obviously there wasn't any other redeeming qualities of this movie. <laughs> but uh, maybe there are some financial lessons that we can we can find from this. So at the beginning of the movie, uh, you've got a little boy. And I could literally be the little boy because he's annoyed by this whole thing by the, by the uh, grandpa is coming in to read him a story because he is sick he's missing school and he's sick and grandpa has come over to stay with him while mom goes to work and uh, so he's going to read the story to the the little kid and the little kid says it's going to be boring what are you even talking about grandpa uh, has it got any sports in it and the grandpa uh, really does get into it. He says, you know, are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, uh, chases, escapes, true love, miracles, to which the kid basically says. Is this a kissing book? Yes. Is it a kissing book? Uh, and, and you know, I, I, that's what I wanted to know. Is this a romance thing? And is that what this is? And, and that's literally what it is. And a lot of times, you know, we talked about when it comes to planning, a lot of people think, oh, planning. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to basically get out here, show all my stuff, get all my stuff organized, which is also sometimes daunting. And and it feels like it's going to be this drawn out, boring process. But ultimately, it is to your benefit to just get through it. And just like the kid in this book, at the end, he loves it. He gets into it. At some point, the grandpa's like, oh, do you want me to stop? And he's like, no, no. I mean, you could you could keep going. You, you could keep going. So, you know, planning Feigned that way, too. Yes. 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 But I think the one of the big things is that it's expectations versus reality, right? Especially mm-hmm. when we think about it in, the, in terms of when we meet with, with clients, when we meet with people face-to-face. You know, a lot of times they come in thinking, their expectation is, oh, we're just going to talk about investments, mm-hmm. right? Like, duh, duh, duh. Like, mm-hmm. so boring. And then when when they realize that, no, it's about my story, right? It's about what my goals are. And then being able to really flesh those out. When we help them to see what that looks like, 
then you kind of see that that spark in their eye and really light up and then they get excited about it just like the kid did yeah. i would equate it to like is it boring to win the lottery like what would you do if you won the lottery you'd be jumping up and down and celebrating right mm-hmm. and not to equate financial planning with winning the lottery but what does winning the lottery do it feels like it removes so many worries and problems right because now you've come across this windfall definitely can be boring yeah if you don't consider the fact that it's not just sitting down and putting things on paper Mm -hmm. what it is is it's figuring out what you want and then coming up with strategies to get there and your life's not boring I know my life's not boring I've got enough kids that there's not a boring minute in my day (laughs) so you know the planning process for my plan is going to be different than the planning process for your plan and yours and that's why it's so important to take the time to do it and I think that's what you've got to focus on when you are looking at uh, the the planning process is it's really not about the process it's about what you get to do as a result of the process exactly. and that's and that's the key there is that that planning just like Princess Bride doesn't have to be a drag doesn't have to be boring you can find you know funny elements in it and I found that Andre the Giant was in it and I could kind of you know go okay I know that guy I, I understand who he is and and all of that and I, I endured through the movie and 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 I'm better for it I guess I would say uh, but, but so what I did when I was watching the movie was I remember Andre the Giant from when I was a kid and so I started googling well, whatever happened to that guy and so I found some facts about him but he was 72 yeah like he literally was a giant he, yeah time. he literally was a giant mm-hmm. I'm just like wow like, there's pictures of him next to Arnold Schwarzenegger and he makes yeah. that guy look like a joke <laughs> yeah well, well and let's let's draw another parallel from this too from the beginning because then Wesley and Buttercup which is the most ridiculous name ever mm-hmm. fall in love and he doesn't have enough money to marry her, so he goes off. Well, how many people think they don't have enough money for planning? And they go off. They yeah. waste time. Mm-hmm. And he ends up, you know, we think he dies, but we find out later, of course, he didn't. But, you know, how many times have you thought, I don't have enough money to plan and, and wasted that time? Mm-hmm. So so think about it this way. You've got a, a, a situation where he had some goals and dreams and desires that he inadvertently did not fulfill because he had a mindset that mm-hmm. that he had a this scarcity mindset as opposed to thinking about it and going no i actually can get this done and mark I, we see that oftentimes in people that we work with they don't think they have enough money to reach their goal they don't think they have enough money to retire whatever their their situation is because they haven't gone through this planning process yes i think the line would be they think it's inconceivable right <laughs> yes inconceivable i'm not gonna lie that's my favorite line in the whole movie casey on the job there making sure that we have that that uh that one word that was uh, how many times did they say that in that well specifically he says it four or five times and he's not even in the whole movie Mm -hmm. so it's like every time something goes wrong he goes it's inconceivable inconceivable but that that becomes like the line that when everybody thinks of the princess bride that's almost like the first word that people Mm -hmm. say is inconceivable yes (laughs) nice and you did it very well thank you you did the the everything you've been practicing but the first time he says that is of course when they you know he looks back and he goes oh there's there's possibly somebody following us and he says that and then you know buttercup jumps in the water yes with the eels Mm -hmm. and and she's you know in more danger having jumped in the water than she was sitting in the boat and Mm -hmm. how many times have we had someone come in who because they don't know what decision to make may have made the wrong one or they're just not making any decision which is also often the wrong decision and it was driven by fear which reminds me of like 2008 when people got fearful and so they jumped out of the market and went to cash and just stayed that way and Mm -hmm. that's fear and jumping into something worse than yeah, it, it can be uh, it, your current that, situation. That can be really, really tough. And we're going to talk more about that on the other side of the break. We're just getting started with the Get Ready for the Future show. Financial lessons from the Princess Bride. Stay with us. Get off the crazy train and onto a more dependable track with the Gen Wealth team. All aboard the Get Ready for the Future show after the break. This is Scott Inman. At Genwell Financial Advisors, we understand that there should be more to retirement than just the size of your nest egg. Whether it's more time for family, a fresh start, or just stopping and enjoying life. Whatever it is for you, we know that your retirement should be more. With offices across central Arkansas, there is a GenWealth location nearby. Call 501-653-7355 or visit us online to schedule an appointment and harness the power of more. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. 
investments, and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. Scott Inman is taking a little personal time off. John Shrewsbury and Teresa Arago from our Conway office on the fastest four minutes in investing. And Teresa, you know, one of the things that we repeatedly tell people here at GenWealth is that they're really kind of wired to do mm -hmm. the wrong thing at the wrong time for the wrong reason, not because of their lack of knowledge necessarily, mm -hmm. but because of their emotions. And nowhere are we seeing that than in where money is actually flowing in this day and time between stocks and bonds. We are. We're seeing a trend of people buying more bonds, which, you know, I can understand being nervous about the market if you didn't understand, or first of all, if you didn't have a plan, and second of all, if you didn't understand the dynamics there. But there's also unique risks to bonds, and you may not be aware of the impact of making that choice. That, that's very true. There is a, uh, a basic lesson about the, the bond market that you need to learn, and it's a little like a teeter-totter or a seesaw, if you will. When interest rates go down, bond prices are going up. And when interest rates go up, bond prices are going down. Well, let's talk about where they are right now. They're at an all-time low. Yeah, I mean, rates are at an all-time low and bond prices are at an all-time high. Exactly. Which means that if we see any increase in interest rates, then you're going to see a negative return on the value of that bond. So and think of it like a, if you were buying a stock, though. You're basically buying it in at a high. Yes. It's going to be at a high point right now if you're taking that money, pulling it off the table from stocks, and putting it into bonds. So if there is any interest rate movement, it is going to negatively affect affect that for you. So be mindful of that impact. And, and I think sometimes that we, we tend to look backwards in terms mm -hmm. of investments and we look at how bond funds have returned in the in the history of, of that bond fund portfolio or whatever the case may be. And we see pretty solid returns because we've been in a bull market in bonds yes. because bonds have been going down since President Reagan was in office. Yes. And those interest rates were so high for a right. while there that bonds could yield a whole lot for you. But when that one matured, or if you're in a bond fund, it's even a different dynamic. But when that bond matures, are you going to be able to find something else that yields the same thing for you? Not likely. So in, in the world of finance, we look at, at where money is flowing. That's one mm -hmm. of the things that we follow is the, the flow of funds to different asset classes. And there may be some, some legitimacy about money going more money going into bonds right now than into stocks, simply because the bond market is bigger than the stock market. There's a lot out there. There's, you know, you've got a bunch of different styles and types out there. There's corporate bonds, high yield bonds, and you've got a lot of options out there. And maybe it feels a little safer to people too, to a degree. I don't know. But there's also a large volume of people who are baby boomers. Yes. And those are in kind of that income phase now. They're all entering retirement at this point. So they're probably trying to be nervous about that volatile market if they're drawing income, especially if their plan's not ready for it. Now, one danger in this kind of environment is chasing yield. Because mm -hmm. we are at, at such a low level of the bond market, uh, people tend to go, okay, well, where can I find a better yield? Well, when you do that, when you try to find a better yield, in a lot of cases, you are increasing your risk factor because there is a reason why a particular company's bond might be paying a 3 or 4% return as opposed to a maybe a 1% or 2% return. It could be that their credit risk is a lot higher. Think about it when you're trying to finance something. If your credit score is low, your interest rate is high. Same thing for businesses. If their credit score is low, they have to pay a higher interest rate for that loan that they're getting, which is what a bond is. So you have to be careful, especially with where we're at right now, about watching their credit score because you put yourself at a lot of risk and that business goes under, they can't pay the loan back. Always beware that things that look like they may be safe may have some hidden risk to them. That is the fastest four minutes in investing. The Get Ready for the Future show continues in just a moment. If you want the answer, ask the question. Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, location, and question, and we'll answer it on the air. We'll be back in just a moment. You ain't heard nothing yet. Buckle up, because we're back with the Get Ready for the Future show. We are finding the financial lessons from movies across a, a completely wide range of, of 
different genres of uh, classic movies. We did Top Gun last week. This week it is The Princess Bride. And, and I will point out that if I could relate to one of the characters in Princess Bride, it's the mask man. You know, he's, he's <laughs> constantly in pursuit and all mm-hmm. of that type of thing. And, and, you know, when you understand kind of that character, he's all in black and he's chasing Buttercup uh, and, and the thieves. And uh, eventually uh, he ends up battling these three fee- thieves separately. Correct. So let's talk a little bit about what we find from the, the interaction between uh, Inigo. Mm-hmm. I, I, I worked hard on getting that name right. Inigo <laughs> and the Mask Man. So Inigo, of course, has spent his whole life learning to fence because his father was killed and he's trying to avenge mm-hmm. himself with the six-fingered man. But, um, you know, Wesley climbs up this crazy um, wall to meet him. And, but it's hilarious because at one point they cut the rope and he's stuck about halfway up, and and he goes up there and he's like, "Can you hurry up?" And the guy's like, "Well, it's a little difficult." Things up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and so he's telling him to hurry up to get to the top so that he can kill him. And <laughs> eventually he throws him a rope and he's like, "Well, can I trust this rope?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want you up here. This is get, just so, taking too so, long." So see, so he, he cut the rope. And then mm-hmm. he ends up throwing him a rope. Yes. See, that yes. just doesn't compute with me. So <laughs> originally, Viz- uh, I about that too. Yeah, Vizzini, I think, had cut the rope. And, and so he climbs up and then he gets up there and he's like, do you need a minute? But, you know, have you ever felt like you have those people in your life who are throwing your rope just because they want something from you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of times we so have seen kill that. You. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of clients when they come in, they've got a wall up because they've heard these horrible stories about financial advisors and just trying to take advantage of them. And so we're constantly having to try to, you know, work to break down those walls. Well, you, you have to think about that in, in context of if you never trust anybody, mm-hmm. then you're never going to get any help. Mm-hmm. And you can't go this alone because nobody really is educated about money. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, the, the characters in, in Princess Bride had all these supernatural powers almost and, and that they could climb walls without ropes and all of that type of thing or, <laughs> or mountains or mm-hmm. cliffs or whatever it was. But, but you have to think about the need that you have and finding a trusted advisor. You have to find uh, someone that you feel like that you can open up to. And, and the only way you can do that is through kind of what we would call a due diligence process yes. here at GenWealth. It's something that clearly we spend a lot of time going through with our clients. And I think it's important, too, to make sure that the people that you're meeting with have the tools. So, you know, of course, in, in, in Ego's case, he was a skilled swordsman. So he would have been a great resource to learn how to wield a sword. But, you know, when you're looking for an advisor, there's a few things to look for. First of all, are they an educator? Are they going to take the time to educate you about what they're doing so that you are empowered to make wise choices? Are they fully licensed? Because there's a lot of people out there who call themselves planners that aren't fully licensed and don't necessarily have all the tools to meet your needs, too. So as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, on that point, it is now against regulation Mm -hmm. for someone to call themselves a financial advisor unless they are fully licensed and they actually have a fiduciary responsibility. Mm -hmm. So that is something I think you would want to to hone in on if you are in search of a financial advisor to go through this planning process. And that is someone who has your best interest at heart and Candace that has that fiduciary responsibility. Yep. And then also, you know, there are different strategies for different clients. Not Mm -hmm. everybody's plan is going to be the same. And so we see that in the movie where he's fighting the three different people and he's got to, you know, change his tactics. He's got to change his his maneuvers Mm -hmm. depending on who he's in front of. Mm -hmm. And so it's the same thing with your financial plan. Yours is going to be different than your friends. You know, it may be different than somebody that's older and then younger and how much you've saved and how much time you have left to save. So there's all different types of things that come into play there. So you're talking about physique, right? Uh, no, uh, fez- we're talking about physic. Physic. <laughs> we're oh. talking about Inigo right now. Okay, but 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 uh, well, I'll get these all confused. Go ahead. <laughs> Go right ahead. Well, and so thinking about Inigo, we've got a little quote from the movie too, where he was talking about this journey that he's been on for well, like 20 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so do we have that one too? To- he just worked for Ficina to pay the bills. It's not a lot of money in revenge. So think about this. You've been working for however many years. For me, it's been about 20. For some, it's been a lot more in their long-term careers. Do you really want to work for a long time and then get there and not have prepared and not get what you deserve, which is that awesome retirement, that that opportunity to have your time back to do the things you love? And maybe you do want to work, but maybe you want to work because you want to. 
not because you have to. Yeah. And what I, what I love about uh, this part is, you know, they there's this uh, this place called the Cliffs of Insanity, right? Which is already this treacherous name. And I think that for a lot of people, they see retirement and planning kind of like that, right? Like mm-hmm. this daunting, just massive wall that they cannot overcome. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we come in and we want to help with that, right? We want to break down that wall. And the way that we do that is through our education in the same way that you mentioned, Teresa. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you've got Fezzik, who is one of the three that, that mm-hmm. uh, so the nice. mask man is is battling with and what have you. And this is Andre. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now we're on to the character that you actually like. Yes, I, I, love, I love Andre. And so we were talking about strategies again. And Fezzik made a comment about why he was struggling so hard with the mask man because of the strategy he was not used to employing. <laughs> and uh, he talks about having different moves for fighting different people. Um, yeah, I think Casey's actually got that clip for us. Does he have that us. clip too? You see, you use different moves when you're fighting half a dozen people. Then we only have to be I can picture it, I'm sorry. One. Only have to worry, be worried about one. Yeah. Well, I mean, the masked man was quick. Yes. And he was having a hard time with him. It's hard to talk when you're getting strangled. That's what I, that's what I learned about that. <laughs> it is. So, again, you've got to have different strategies. What you do to accumulate dollars, it's not rocket science. Yes, you just need to stay at it. You know, you just mm-hmm. have to keep grinding, keep adding whatever you can as much as you can. Get the match. Make sure you're doing what you need to do. But that game changes drastically in retirement. Side note here. Do you know what, other than being seven foot two and being, you know, uh, Andre the Giant, do you know what his big claim to fame actually was? Hmm. He put Hulk Hogan over for the first time, meaning that when when uh, they had this big match in the Pontiac Silverdome, there were 90,000 people there, wow. and Hulk Hogan, like, bench-pressed Andre the Giant and power-slammed him. And, and that was, that was wow. the emergence of Hulk Hogan into into wrestling oh, fame. Wow. Oh, wow. That's crazy because yeah, I didn't know that. wasn't he like 500 and some pounds? Yeah, some, uh, you know, ungodly amount of, of weight there, mm. but it was, I know he was, it was like the, really incredible. The, like the, could lift the most weight in his time of anybody in the world. He'd won all kinds of strongman competitions. But that's the key is you've got to have a strategy that fits what you're working on. You know, whether it's college savings or just getting out of debt or working towards your retirement entering retirement those dynamics are all very different and you want to make sure that the strategy you're employing works otherwise you could be like Fezzik and just kind of lumbering along hating the process and get to the point where you're supposed to be and realize you're not ready and get strangled yes. because you don't know the strategy for the, the, the opponent that you're facing at the moment that's a very real possibility uh, and the the one interplay that I really love in this movie <laughs> is Vizzini. Oh my goodness! Uh, that is that is so. Do we cool. have the audio of that back and forth between him and I'm, Wesley, where he's trying no, to explain? I, I don't think we do. Uh, okay, if you don't uh, watch the whole movie, at least go back and watch that part because when he's talking, so he's put poison in a drink and he's switched them up, and they're trying to decide which one to drink. This is yeah. the battle of wits, and he goes back and forth about all the different reasons it might be one thing or another. And to me, this is the best example of analysis paralysis I have ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Well, how many wow. times have we encountered that with, with clients who come in and, and think they have to analyze every little detail? Absolutely. They're looking for that perfect product or you know that perfect thing. And if it's not that, then I just don't think I need to do anything. And so they just become paralyzed and they never, ever make a decision. Mm-hmm. And that can be just as disastrous as making a wrong decision. Or, mm-hmm. or else they, they try to, to figure out every little detail. So they are supremely knowledgeable about everything. And I have to make the, the comparison. Harrison, Mark, you don't know an awful lot about how your car operates, do you? No, not at all. You know how to drive it, right? I would say so. But could you explain for our <laughs> audience the internal combustion process? Uh, there's fire somewhere. Yeah, yeah. that's about it, right? Probably some exactly. gears moving. Okay, some gears, yeah. but, but that doesn't stop you from actually using your car for its intended purpose and getting you where you need to go and mm-hmm. and all you know it doesn't exactly. stop you from playing the radio and enjoying your your you know environment that yeah, you're I don't in need the to car. talk to the mechanic or the builder or you know the, the like maintenance person at the facility where it was made yeah no and if something happens to it do you feel bad taking it to someone to repair it for you no i actually already know the guys that repair it and they who work on it and i trust them because so. you they know what they're talking about right exactly Absolutely. and and that's yeah. the key is you've got to know where your gaps are and when you need to bring someone else in the process Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of things I'm good at but there are a lot of things I'm not and I'm Mm -hmm. willing to let someone else and pay someone else 
to take care of those for mm -hmm. me because I want to be successful and that's not the best use of my time. You delegate that responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know, this whole indecision thing really comes into play when you are trying to decide maybe when to invest. Like right now, you, you've got uh, this pandemic going on, you've got the market, it seems mm -hmm. to be going up, but then there's these volatile days when it goes down and, and you can be you're frozen with fear. Mm -hmm. And many times that's the, the big fatal flaw. You end up like, uh, like the character in the movie, drinking the poison and, and killing yourself because you didn't make the right decision because you didn't really have all the right information. And in truth, there's really no good time or bad time to invest. You just have to get in the game. Mm -hmm. and, and there's all kinds of statistics around that. So don't allow yourself to fall uh, prey, if you will, to this type of, of emotion or this type of, of characteristic. Uh, count on your advisor to help guide you through with a process and a system by which you can get into an investment to, that gets you where you want to go without wasting a lot of time uh, in doing so. And ultimately uh, in that scene, the reason Wesley wins is because he planned ahead. He had been slowly building up a tolerance to that specific type mm -hmm. of poison so that basically he just poisoned both drinks and knew he'd be okay. Yeah. Planning is so critical in every part of our lives. It, just like with him, if he had not taken the time to do that, then he wouldn't have been ready for that situation. He may not have even known that particular situation was coming, but he saw something that he could do. There are a lot of things you can do, but there's probably a lot of blind spots that you just need a little coaching on so that you can know to plan for it. Absolutely. And so uh, you, you want to be sure to visit with your advisor and understand the dynamics of that as you build your plan with your advisor. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk about the winner of our little party pack that we had for our movie getaway uh, that we're doing uh, on the Get Ready for the Future show. We gave that away actually last week. We'll announce the winner this week on the other side of the break. In the meantime, if you've got a need for getting planning underway in your life, give us a call here at Wealth Financial Advisors, 501-653-7355. We'll be glad to visit with you and hook you up with an advisor that can get your plan underway. We're back in just a couple of minutes. Stay with us. Your retirement should be more. More what? More than just investments. More about you. Find out more when the Get Ready for the Future show returns. Do you have a burning question? Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, location, and question to get a response on the air from the Gen Wealth team. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Our family movie night kit, uh, chocked full of uh, really cool stuff. M and M's, you know the big the big box of M and M's that you get at the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, the cookie dough, chocolate chip cookie dough bites. Uh, popcorn obviously now we didn't cook the popcorn it's microwave popcorn i'm sorry it's not quite up to movie standards well it but has to be fresh when you use it anyway so absolutely I feel it's like got to be best. warm and fresh or it's not popcorn mm -hmm. and then uh, there is a 25 dollar gift card in there as well and that actually was awarded to deidre parker our giveaway congratulations. winner. Congratulations. yeah congratulations, congratulations deidre and i know our our crack staff here at the get ready for the future show is uh getting uh, her uh lined up to pick that up and uh there might be maybe one less bag of popcorn in there when you get it i'm not real sure uh, i'll guard it for you deidre I'll don't say. you worry <laughs> i'll end up in the fire swamp the pit of despair <laughs> and the thieves forest no doubt so, uh, i love all the silly names yeah. <laughs> the well we're up to the fire swamp so of yeah course, at this point we've we've you know the the masked man has killed three or not killed but defeated the three guys only killed one of them technically so what's the analogy here with the fire swamp well the fire swamp of course survive. before we get into the fire swamp buttercup realizes that wesley she thought was the dread pirate roberts who'd killed wesley but actually is wesley and now they're trying to get away from Prince Humperdinck, who she was betrothed to. Mm. And he's chasing them, so they decide to go into this fire swamp. And it it's one of the few scenes that I'm really not a fan of, actually, in uh -huh. this movie. It's well, a it's, little bit too much for yeah, me. I think there's a giant rat in it, and it's R-O-U-S's. It's rodents of unusual <laughs> size, yes. is what they're that's, called. That's, <laughs> well, we'll, sure. talk about, we'll talk about that in a second. But let's talk about this fire swamp thing, because it's, it's basically a swamp. Mm -hmm. and and you know it has all the swamp type stuff in it mm -hmm. but all of a sudden here's this 
you know, shoot a fire that comes up out of the ground in various places. And there's a little, I guess, a precursor to the fire coming yeah, up. Yeah, some, some popping. Yeah, some popping hear. and what have you. And you know that fire is going to come up. Mm. But I think that that's very analogous uh, to the the unknowns in life mm-hmm. that can get you from if it's a market downturn or it's a unexpected expenditure of, of money. I, I will tell you that that I have uh, thank God for insurance. I have uh, had an unexpected expenditure of money because I ran over a big rock in the road oh. and it uh, like it, it really just put my car completely out of business mm. and uh, I was like man that little rock did all it's this amazing but it's amazing yeah. can put so you off. five thousand dollars of damage Good yeah. Lord. So, you know, insurance will take care of that, but the emergency fund has to pay the deductible on the insurance. That's a fire swamp thing. It just popped up mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Very little warning. Boom, it's got you. And so there's this fire swamp uh, that they're they're dealing with. And, and the obvious analogy there is that you've got to be on guard and prepared for the unexpected. Mm-hmm. How many times, Candace, have we seen clients come in and they've had this unexpected thing come up in their mind it was unexpected but who would have not known that you're going to have a problem at some point in time down the road yeah and then we always try to plan for those things too that is built into the plan is there are going to be unexpected things you don't need to invest every single liquid dollar that you have you have to set an emergency fund aside for these things that are Mm -hmm. unexpected and and here's what happens when when that uh goes on Uh, teresa you know there are folks that think that they've got to have every dollar working for them Mm -hmm. and then along comes a pandemic a a (laughs) fire swamp burst you know out of the blue uh it it blows you away Mm -hmm. and and all of a sudden you lose your job Mm -hmm. but you have no emergency fund and, and even without the pandemic, I've been studying for this retirement income certified planner course, and it said that the vast majority of people retire earlier than they expected. So when you consider, and it's not of their choosing when it happens most of the time. So when you consider that even, even without the pandemic, you can be in a situation you couldn't have planned for, but having somebody help you coach through that, that's critical. Yeah. And so the, you mentioned in the fire swamp, were the R-O-U-S's. <laughs> yes. And they actually spell that out, R-O-U-S, lowercase E-S. Yes. And it is rodents of unusual size. And that's some nasty stuff that they mm-hmm. got. You know, they, they were very, very uh, creepy. Sorry, that thing affected me. You know, uh, what, just, you know what that reminds me of, though, in, in thinking of tying it into what we do? We have what we call the three big risks in retirement. To me, the R-O-U-S, that's inflation. It's the thing that can come out and bite you. If you're mm-hmm. not planning for it, you know, if all you have is Social Security and a pension and there's not maybe an increase in that pension, then the money you have today is not going to buy the same stuff 10 years down the road. So if you're not planning for inflation, that's an issue. And, and of course, there's other ones, too. There's timing, which we're talking about, you know, with the pandemic. You couldn't have planned for that on your own. But if you have the right strategy then it's already taken care of. Well, you know. You've also got timing from the standpoint of, of market declines and, mm-hmm. and when you withdraw your money from, from those portfolios. As we, we teach people, Mark, about uh, a concept that technically is called reverse dollar cost averaging. So Teresa's learning about that in mm-hmm. her RICP course. You've already taken the RICP course. So Mark, we're going to put it on you to explain this whole idea of reverse dollar cost averaging. Well, so the, the basically the main concepts and going back to the fire swamp, right, there's no indication from the fire swamp or in, in real life of when that fire is about to jump out and just and roast you, basically. So with uh, reverse dollar cost averaging, it's basically a way that you can start withdrawing funds without basically getting yourself into a pickle. Yeah, right? that's exactly it. If the market goes down, you're not pulling money out. And think about it this way. Let's go back to March of, of this past year, mm-hmm. uh, the end of March, when the market had taken a 30 or 35% tumble from its highs earlier in the year. So think about withdrawing money from your investment at that time. Mm-hmm. You would think, oh, that's a bad time to start selling something. But if you are retired and you need a check every month at the end of the month, then that's when your check would have been generated. And that's what you would have had to have done is to sold at that low point. 
we totally uh, eschew that whole idea and say, all right, we want to have a pool of calm money that is not subject to the volatility, the ups and downs of the market, so you can pull from that money at times like that. Mm -hmm. And that is essentially part of the overall ready-to-retire process. And Candace, that is uh, hugely different than what a lot of advisors prescribe to because they really do just, you know, uh, take a withdrawal from all of their assets. Yeah, and then that can cause a spiral of your portfolio. And that also leads to another risk, which is longevity. Mm -hmm. You don't want to run out of money before you run out of time. And those those first two risks right there will definitely affect the third one, where if your portfolio spirals out of control, you could run out of money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely so. So they come out of this fire swamp, and and they're met by Prince Humperdinck and his guard, and, and Buttercup surrenders with the stipulation that they promise not to hurt Wesley. Because he's already proven he's so trustworthy. Yes. <laughs> so naive. Poor, poor Buttercup. So there's said, the said trust a, but check. Is said the, the, said the, with the a massive amount that. of, uh, of uh, He's the one who, oh, I don't want to give it all away, but he was not a good guy already if you watched the movie. Um, but, you know, it's, it's she, she's trying to save him. I get that. Best intentions. But again, if you don't know all the pieces to it, you can, you can kind of set somebody up for failure with that. And then, you know, Inigo is, is no, you, you got the wrong name here. This is Prince Humperdinck tells his people to empty the thieves forest because we've got uh, this wedding and he's heard that there's these people that are going to affect, you know, go and kill Buttercup. They've threatened her, which mm-hmm. was a lie. Mm-hmm. But we see the guys going, trying to clear it. And that one of the officers comes up and he says, there's this guy that won't move. There's this guy that will not get out of here. And we find our good friend Inigo there. Yeah. So we, we've got Inigo saying uh, his famous line here. This is where I am. This is where I'll stay. <laughs> and I will not be moved. <laughs> And that's where we're finding some people right now. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about this already. The market is volatile, which it's an election year. Even if we didn't have the pandemic, historically, election years are more volatile. But if your goal is to retire and you're putting money consistently in, the volatility is your friend. It is going to help you long term. So don't get stuck, as we've mentioned before, in analysis paralysis mm-hmm. and trying to get it, at, you know, wait for the market to recover because you're going to miss that run up that'll likely happen before you move. Well, mm-hmm. there there are really two things at work here. There is that that steadfastness that you need to stick to your plan, and mm-hmm. and that is a good that is a good thing. Steadfastness. Mm-hmm. Where you fail in this is when you don't have a plan, mm-hmm. and that you're just steadfast because you're in fear or you don't know what to do. Uh, that is a negative steadfastness. And, and that's what we're talking about here. Uh, Candace, sticking to the plan is exactly what we want people to do. Mm-hmm. But that is a precursor to the, uh, to the assumption that you do have a plan. Yeah, you got to have a plan. You do, um, wh- whether you move or not, um, depends on what your plan is. So if you've got a good financial plan, you're saving for retirement, you got to stick it out no matter what's going on in the market, which is where an advisor will come in and uh, talk you off the ledge, so to speak, with that <laughs> objective third party so you don't jump ship. Well, and let's be clear that products do not equal plan. Right. That's right. I've seen that many times where people go, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm adding money to my IRA. Okay, well, great. What's the purpose of this investment? And and they can't tell you. Well, it's very clear that you can't have a future mark without planning for it. Yeah. And what I like is that Inigo shows us what we should do, right? Because even in his kind of inebriated state, he still <laughs> has the enough wits to realize what he has, right? So he realizes that he has a great skill, right? He's a master swordsman, but he realizes that he doesn't have vision. He can't create a plan, right? And even him put, uh, together with Fezzik, they can't put a plan together to go save Prince Buttercup. So what do they do? They say, okay, we need to go get the masked man because he he's like witty enough and has all the know-how to set a plan together for them to achieve their goals. I love that they recognize their lack of one skill, which was, you know, they found the six-fingered man. So he's ready to go redeem his father's name. But he goes, you know, I, I can't get this done by myself. So I'm going to go get some help. So then they go looking for Wesley. Yeah, and Wesley is is the person that will deliver that help. And we'll pick up on the story on the other side of the break. We want to remind you that you've got an opportunity to work with someone here at Gen Wealth Financial Advisors as close as your phone. Just pick up your phone and call 501-653-7355. That's 501-653-7355. Wherever you are in life, the question is, 
What's your plan? What is it that what plan do you have to reach the goals that you have? Are you consumed by by uh, indecision right now because the market is doing what it's doing and the economy is doing what it's doing and the pandemic is running rampant? Has that got you just locked up? Uh, I would I would really implore you. We've uh, we have the experience here at Genwell to have seen this many times before. Don't be frozen with fear. Move forward. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. 501-653-7355. We'll be glad to sit down with you and talk about what your future looks like and help you get a plan together. We're back in just a couple of minutes on the Get Ready for the Future show. Don't miss a minute of the Get Ready for the Future show. Look for our podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or visit GetReadyForTheFuture.com slash radio. We'll be right back. Did you know there are a ton of financial resources on GetReadyForTheFuture.com? No? Well, bookmark that page for later because the Get Ready for the Future show is back. All right, we are back on the Get Ready for the Future show, and I think we need to fast forward a little bit in mm-hmm. our story but, and get to the wedding of Buttercup and Prince Humperdinck. Prince, Prince Humperdinck. Humperdinck. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I thought, you, thought you would just come out with well, it. Well, right it's, it's such a ridiculous name, but it takes a minute, okay? Yeah. Sounds it like takes a, a hostess snack or something. But it's, it's not as much the wedding. Of course, I will say one of my favorite quotes from it is the minister and his little wub, tu wub, marriage, all that. So um, that is, you know. Now you know classic. why I wasted an hour and a half on this. Yeah, question. it's just, it's funny. But, you know, we do get to see Inigo get his revenge. And, of course, there's the famous quote where he says, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya and uh, you, you killed, killed my, my father. father. Prepare to die. There you go. Oh, oh, I should have. Nice. We'll do it again. Yes. Yes. All right. Mark all right. needs to do it. I'm going to do it again. Everything stopped. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Everything stopped. Mark? Hmm. Go, Mark. Okay. Hello. My name is Amigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Man, there that's it good. Is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. So, of course. You Inigo- tuned in just for that, folks. I'm just telling You're you. welcome. Tell your friends. Skip to the last segment for that one yes. piece. Skip over me because mine stunk. But they do successfully rescue Buttercup. He does get his revenge. But then it's kind of like the wah, wah moment for him, too, because he's pursued this his whole life. And now that he's got it, he's going, well, now what? Well, you know, Wesley is, has been tortured during uh, the mm-hmm. previous scene in this, and he was tortured by suction cups, which was uh, another of the... <laughs> they were the sucking life the life out of, life out of him. Yes, yeah, sucks the life out of you. <laughs> kind of like some, you know, financial advisors that maybe you've run across in the past or something of that nature. But, but uh, you know, he, he got out of that situation, mm-hmm. and now they've, they've given him the pill uh, from Miracle, uh, Miracle Max, Max. Max. That's right, Miracle Max, and Who, he begins Billy to Crystal. wake up. Yes. Billy Crystal. Who did not want to give it to him, but then his wife called him out on his crap. Yep. And said, liar! Mm-mm. Liar! Liar! <laughs> wow. Uh, so uh, when he wakes up, he goes, okay, so he asks what the assets and liabilities are. I thought, wow, well, there, there's a tie-in. Right? Mm-hmm. He does, because you know, a lot of us may not even know what tools we have at our disposal. Um, many times when we, when we meet with people, they don't know a whole lot about their employer plan they sometimes don't even know what the match is. So it's important to understand what tools you have at your disposal, and that's another way that planning can help you is we can give you just an overview of what your options are because the more options you know about, the better you can make a decision. Impossible. If I had a month to plan, maybe I could come up with something. But this, and shakes his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, you do have time to plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may not think you have time to plan, but you do have time to plan. You plan a lot of things. You plan vacations. Mm-hmm. You plan where you're going to uh, eat dinner. You plan on you what you're going to school. Gonna, yeah, you plan on what you're going to do on the weekend. Uh, you, you make all kinds of plans. And planning, I think, oftentimes gets a bad name. Mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes we think it is, as we said at the start of the show, boring, but it's really not boring. It's really not. It is in preparation for the fun things that you want to do in life and actually enabling those fun things to do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, but moving on with the story, they storm the castle and scare away mm-hmm. the 60 men at the gate. And Nego chases Count Rugen to avenge his father's death. And that's where that's that famous line it. comes in. Mm-hmm. And then when he does, again, he's like, well, now what? He, he's trying to figure out what to do with the rest of his life. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's 
met his destiny. You know, he's 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 actually uh, whoops fulfilled his destiny. I got a little excited about that. He's fulfilled yeah. his destiny. He's mm-hmm. killed uh, his father's killer, and so now the question is, now what? And to me, this is kind of similar to what we tell people a lot of times. We tell them you have to retire to something, not from something, that it's important that you have a purpose even in retirement, or even more so in retirement, because you can do a job you don't love if it pays well. It's not fun. I don't know why you would, but you can. But in retirement, after you've worked so hard, if you don't have any purpose, that's going to be really hard. And we've seen physical detriments from that too, Candace. Yeah. And retirement doesn't mean that you get to just, you know, go home and sit, you know, because to some people, that's, that's very fearful. Who wants to go and do that? Um, so what a very popular option is like a work retirement, finding something that you enjoy do- doing that gives you purpose in life, but you don't have to show up every single day just to pay your bills and just to eat. It's something that you enjoy doing, and then your financial plan can provide the income stream. And you know where they got to with Inigo being able to avenge his father and uh, Princess Buttercup being rescued was all because of the masked man's ability to plan, right? So basically, just don't wait until the last minute to plan. It might work in movies, but it doesn't work in real life. And, you know, mm-hmm. something, somebody that's not waiting uh, to, around to plan is a friend of mine. Just wanted to give a quick shout out. Uh, Natasha out in Van City in Vancouver. She's uh, turning 21 today. And ah. so I just want to say happy birthday. Uh, thank you for listening, and definitely just a show of somebody that's you know, not waiting around. Well, and this, I think it's this important. just turned into American Top it Forty. Did. It it did. Birthday shout out. How about no, that? It, it did. <laughs> but I will say, you know, a lot of younger people think, well, retirement's way down the road. Why plan now? Well, if I'm going on vacation, I'm going to at least pull up a map. I'm going to at least take some time to say where do I want to go, what roads do I need to take to get there, and if you start sooner. Mm-hmm. you're going to get there so much faster. And again, we talked about sometimes people retire early. If you plan early, then you're more likely to get there early too. So let's talk about that retiring early for just a second because there's a, it's almost a, uh, a pandemic of early retirements right mm-hmm. now because a lot of people, yeah. their jobs are, are uh, either coming to an end because of the pandemic or they're having this realization that you know the company doesn't need as many people. And so, Candace, we were working the other day with someone who is being phased out and, and basically is giving uh, being given a year's severance. Mm-hmm. And the, the world is really wide open to someone like that. Yeah, and his question was do I have to go back to work after that or can I retire I'm not sure and so he's coming to us for the answers and so we're going to work through that with him to give that to him yeah and there's a lot involved in that there's a lot of questions involved in that and when you think about the dynamics of that Mm -hmm. if if you're retiring early that does put more of a stress or strain on your portfolio so it is very very important that you do the math do the calculations to make sure that that portfolio will endure over that period of time because most people think about retiring at 65, 66, 67 years old. A lot of people find themselves these days retiring in their late 50s or early 60s, and that few years of difference can make a big difference in how long your money lasts. Especially when you add it to longevity. Yes. Mm -hmm. When you add the fact that people are living longer, then you really have to, I know we're kind of beating this, but we really have to have a plan that works for that. You know, part of our planning process is we don't just have a period of time that you have income. We've got this other bucket out here that its job is just to grow for the what ifs. It's the pandemic happened, now what? Or major expense that we couldn't anticipate or long-term care. Or if we're still kicking around at 90, we've got more money to start all over again with the income process. But it's important that that plan meets your objectives. And, you know, planning for a vacation isn't super fun. I I did a Disney vacation a a few years ago and I... Nothing about Disney is super fun except when you leave. Well, watching my kids, you know, you gotta, you gotta have kind of fun. Pretend John's not here for a moment. (laughs) So, you know, the process of figuring out the fast pass just all by itself was a nightmare. And by the way, look at the map when you're setting those up. Despair. (laughs) Well, listen, our last trip to Disney World, you know what we did? We found a Disney planner. Well, okay. There you go. You probably saved yourself tons. I spent probably a month planning for that. It probably was a day with you. Absolutely. All we had to do was give her. Here's what we want. Here's what we want to do. Here's, um, you know, we'll want to eat dinner these times, and we want to be at these different parks on these different days. Here you go. And she got it all figured out for us. Our fast. And I bet it was much more cost effective than you thought it would be to use her too. Absolutely. And yes, that's it was. the thing. A lot of people don't realize when you come to meet with us to, to kind of get to know whether we're a good fit for you, we don't charge you for that. 
You can come in and decide if we're a good fit without paying a penny. And then we'll talk to you about what costs are associated with investing, with planning and all of that to make sure that before you make a decision, just like everything else, you have tools. You have the information you need to make that decision wisely. And what I would say is, you know, let us, if you've had that experience where you're thinking that you've been thrown a rope just to get to the top so they can just kill you, then, you know, let us make that difference for you. Let us, you know, show you that that's not who we are. And by showing you that what we want to do is really build out that story that's yours and allow you to uh, help you break down those walls of information so that you can get through time. There is the bell and uh, final thoughts, but let's end the movie because you don't want to walk out on the movie before it ends. And at the end of the movie, of course, they end up riding away into the sunset on four white horses. Mm -hmm. Four white horses. And the thing that I get from this is you don't (laughs) have to be on your own to be financially independent. You can find that independence with a coach, just like anything else in your life. A coach is just going to make your experience that much better. Candace, final thoughts from you? I just think that uh, planning is fun. It's not as boring as you think, and it can be very liberating. There you go. Mark? Well, I just want to say, uh, lastly, another shout out to a friend of mine who actually allowed me to, my friend Alice, uh, for allowing me to borrow her account so I could watch this movie yesterday. Oh, <laughs> so oh, great okay. movie. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys. No, so you th- reached out to a friend when you needed something. Exactly. So there's your, there you, you go. Help. I'll help you out. Yeah. So. Plans exist to give you options for your future. Don't retire in the fire swamp. That's where you are if you don't have a plan. Problems can crop up out of the blue and torch your retirement. You want to have a plan so you can navigate through that fire swamp and help you to reach the destination that you're you're looking for. You can allow us to help you by calling our office, 501-653-7355. We've got offices in Little Rock, Conway, El Dorado, Hot Springs, Bryant, and in Bossier City, Louisiana. We would love to visit with you about what your future looks like, what your plan needs to be, and we can do that if you'll give us a call at GenWealth Financial Advisors. Again, that's 501-653-7355. Okay, team, great job today. I wouldn't have made it through without you guys. Was it inconceivable? It was inconceivable. (laughs) Inconceivable! There you go. Thank you very much for joining us on the Get Ready for the Future show. We're back next week with financial lessons from the movie Up. Stay with us for that. We'll be back again same time next week. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 501-653-7355. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas-registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors, and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only.